Since 2017, the Italian Wine Podcast has exploded, recently hitting 6 million listens. Support us by buying a copy of Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0 or making a small donation. In return, we'll give you the chance to nominate a guest and even win lunch with Stevie Kim and Professor Attilio Scienza. Find out more at italianwinepodcast.com. Chin chin. Welcome to this special series dedicated to slow wine held in Bologna in March 2023. During the fair, we conducted several interviews with some very exciting producers. We were able to pull out some of the more interesting elements of Italian wine within the slow wine movement. Tune in each week on Italian Wine Podcast. Hello, it's Cynthia Chaplin here again from Slow Wine in Bologna. And today I have with me Gianfelice from Alfonso del Sordo in Puglia. And we're going to be talking about Uva di Troia because the cantina was chosen to be one of our benchmark producers for the new edition of Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0. And in this book, we selected benchmark producers who are available to be found outside of Italy for our Italian Wine Academy students who are studying and also for Italian wine lovers who want to try some of the lesser-known grapes uh, that are a little bit less famous outside of Italy. So let's talk about Uva di Troia. Yes, Uva di Troia is uh, our focus for our production because we are one of the few wineries that uh, tried to rediscover these ancient grapes. And we start in uh, 2001 with our research with the University of Troia, with uh, Mr. Luigi Moyo, that's a well-known enologist, that's helped us to rediscover and to promote this kind of grape. It's a very ancient grape. How long has Uva di Troia been in Puglia? Oh, since a long time, because it's uh, many stories about uh, that some of them tell that Uva di Troia comes from Spain and other from the east part of the Adriatic Sea. So Troya, you know, Troya in Turkey. Yes, that's why it's a long, long story. But uh, it was present in our area, uh, in the northern Apulia, because it's very characteristic for our area, different from the south of Apulia. Very different. Uh, Yes. And for that reason, we were very interested in it. So how many hectares of Uva di Troya have you got? We have about uh, five hectares. So very small. Yes, because one of these is uh, really the Hansen uh, grapes, the Hansen vines. Are you enjoying this podcast? There's so much more high-quality wine content available from Mama Jumbo Shrimp. Check out our new wine study maps, our books on Italian wine, including Italian Wine Unplugged, The Jumbo Shrimp Guide to Italian Wine, Sangiovese Lambrusco and other stories, and much, much more on our website, MamaJumboShrimp.com. Now back to the show. How old? Yes, it's about uh, 70 years old. Wow. And it's the original uh, vineyards in our uh, winery. So from that uh, vineyard, we take the best grapes to transform in wine from our reserva. Ah, okay. Yes. And so with your reserva, you're aging it longer, obviously. It's about uh, four here. And uh, it's uh, one here in the Hawks, in Tonneau, mm-hmm. and after in the bottles. Right. And uh, this is the process, but it's a really interesting uh, wine. 
Well, and Uva Detroit has a lot of tannin, yeah. a lot of good color, so the potential to age it even longer is better. Have you been trying some of your older wines? Really, really. How are they aging? Yeah, because we have also the 2001, the first vintage that we produce uh, only Uva di Troia, because in the past it was blended with other grapes like Montepulciano and Sangiovese. But we start, as I told before, from 2001. And uh, we usually make uh, the testing, uh, vertical testing. Also, 2001, 2003 are really good to test. So they're standing the test of time, over 20 years old. Yeah. Really, really aging really. so well. And as I said, it's lovely to have a benchmark producer where we know we can find this wine outside of Italy. So when I've got my American clients and my British clients and, and my Chinese clients, what should they be eating when they're drinking Uva Detroit? Oh, really? Apulian, Apulian food is perfect because with this kind of uh, reserva, uh, you need uh, important food, uh, well-balanced, like... Uh, uh, beef uh, or roasted meat. So a robust uh, food. Yeah, really, really. Good. Good. Oh, well, thank you so much for joining us and thank congratulations you. on there. your benchmark. Okay. Thank, thank you very you. much. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, cheat, cheat.